Persons under 18 will not be admitted. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff and Ben. Um, talking with the dead. And still talking with. And still talking with. Still talking with is our live show. Yes. You can catch that every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. That's yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You live yeah. in fucking California. It's got to be three. No, four. Four? Yeah. They're oh. only three hours behind. What about daylight savings? Yeah, well, fuck that. We'll worry about that one. Okay, so if you're on the West Coast, you're going to have to look up when 6 o'clock is out there compared to here. Which would be actually 7 o'clock out there. 7 o'clock? Yeah. No, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. You're all fucked up today. Another dollar for the swear jar. I'm always fucked up. <laughs> you should tune into the show and see really how fucked up I can get. Oh, yeah. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And when you do tune in, you're going to see amazing guests like this. Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Toking With. Hi, I'm Larry Kenny, and you're listening to Still Toking With. What's up, everybody? It's comedian Sherwin Array, and you're listening to Still Toking With on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token With. My name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have a killer show for you, as always. And uh, without further ado, Mr. Benjamin, how's it going? You know, it's going. It's going. Season four, man. Season four. Wow. I know. That was a killer intro, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. I mean, the monkey on the keyboard did a great job. The the countdown's a little long at the beginning of it, Leo, but... Well, I need you to give you your time so you can do all your sharing. I can trim it if you want. You know? Yeah, we should probably trim it. That's what she said. <laughs> Jeff, no, she, she said shave it. She said get rid of that Gandalf, Mr. Holman. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, no, I like the new intro, and uh, I'm excited. Season four. This is episode two, though. It is, it is, it is. Yeah, you, and I, yeah. you and I took a hiatus last week. If people follow yeah. us online, then they already know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, you know. But uh, no, we got a great show tonight, and uh, dude, you know, we have a hell of a guest. Hell of a guest. Yeah, I just got to say, in the 1980s, I'm just curious how many girls' panties dropped when this guy came on the screen. But, like seriously, you know, he was considered one of the heartthrobs uh, of of that era, of that era, and still today, from what I understand. But you know, that's I'm going to leave that up to Jeff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, uh, I think most people are going to know this guy from um, uh, the Family Ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just bring him in. Scott Valentine, welcome. Jeffrey, how are you? Doing well. You look good. 
<clears throat> I got to before before we jump into anything, Ben. I think you did a fabulous job on the intro. I love the music. Who was that? Actually, Leo made that intro for us. The uh, did he really? Yep. Yeah, the music is uh, a very good close little close personal friend of ours, Scarecrow Hill. It's good shit, man. That yeah. Yeah. Leo, yeah, nice they, choice. They, well, thank you, thank you. They, 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 dude. Boom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they forced me to make them a new intro every season. So it's, uh, you know, I got to make sure they're happy. So, uh, you know, and fuck what Ben says. I don't think it was too long at all. All right. <laughs> Tell them where the, where, where the sun don't shine. Right? Uh, well, you, you know, next job, young man. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, no. You know, a lot, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, during a live production, there's a lot of stuff that goes on through the back end. So that gives us enough time yeah. to, you know, make sure everything's all set and everything's streaming right before we, you know, bring our awesome guests like you on, you know? I thought when you said, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, I thought you were going to say a lot of people don't realize that Ben is not well quaffed and Jeb is, is giving him a little hint that maybe he may want to get out the lawnmower and do a little manscaping, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever you do, don't use wax. That shit fucking hurts. <laughs> it doesn't come off for like six months, bro. Oh, I like God. that. I like that pain, Jeffrey. That feels good. <laughs> oh, you like that? Okay. All right. Make it hurt. <laughs> wax on, wax off. <laughs> yeah, just don't wax off with wax. Uh, well, that crap. didn't take long. <laughs> no, it didn't. I think since we we've gone down this lane, how, let's go back to our puberty and what were the different lubricants you chose when you were just discovering the beauty of masturbation? Well, the okay. worst one was the super glue. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer's though, Elmer's was quite had a lot of lubricity. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, yeah, and then when it dried, you could peel it all off. Exactly, and it was like exfoliating. It was very, it was very enriching. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a civil show. We need to. So it's gonna. No, it's not. <laughs> no, you saw the disclaimer. <laughs> so I it's think... gonna be like that. It's Jeffrey, gonna be like that. Ben, Leo, we need to. We need to have a moment of silence. One of the greatest guitarists to ever grace the planet. Maybe, and my wife may kick my ass, maybe even better than Jimmy Page. Jeff Beck passed today. And that's, that's unfucking real. Unreal. Right. How and old is he? Do you know? 70. Really? That's it? Uh, I, I think 70. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe older. I thought, I thought I heard 70. Unbelievable. He was magical, wasn't he? Wow. Ice cream cakes going down, you know? Come on. Who played keyboards for him? Baby, who Probably played number. keyboards for Jeff Beck? Oh, he was 78, she's telling me. Not 78, 70. okay. 78. 78, yeah. I thought it was Max Middleton maybe on keyboards, I think. It could be. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. Leo, can you, good. can you pull up a little ice cream cakes, or can we not play that on the show? Is it? Is uh, we would probably get pulled. Uh, yeah, we would we'd get flagged okay. for that. Yeah, yeah. we get flagged uh, for that. Well, dude, um, the music you had on the beginning was phenomenal. That was that was good shit, man. Yeah. Very, yeah, you look great. them up. They, they get a lot of good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can get them on the new OTT, huh? Uh, yeah. Seriously. Maybe we yeah. can do a... 
guys, we can do a live cast. Yep. We can get a theater. We can have them perform. You guys can have a panel, have some of the, you know, some of the greatest talent out of Boston, whether it's music, acting, um, what, writing, you know? We have talent in Boston? Well, some. <laughs> Just curious. There's always there's always one in the crowd, isn't there? Yep. yep. You me. found him. You found him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I swear, wow. Jeff's only job is to bring us off the rails. You know. It's, oh uh, yeah. I mean, I think, think he he does great job. Yeah, he did it in like about thirty-two seconds tonight. I was like, I that almost almost might be the record. Almost. Cool. Well, as long as it's not you know within the first like eight seconds. You know, uh, right. which is odd. I found out like YouTube, like uh, the first eight seconds are like the most important because your your show could be bouncing against, you know, an ad or something like that. So you're not mm-hmm. supposed to swear or anything in the first eight seconds. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I think I think Scott made it last like 37 seconds. So we're good. Oh, yeah. we didn't, there was no cussing. I didn't hear any cussing. Oh. No. No. Well, we we also had the 10 minute intro. So that kind of gave us a buffer. So. Oh, it was only 10 minutes this time? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually shorter than last season's. Yes, it is. Yes, by it a little is. bit. Just yeah. by a little bit. So. Right. But um, anyway. Thank you for yeah, noticing so let's, that. Uh, huh? Ben, what's yeah, all that you got on, what do you have on the walls there, Ben? Uh, it's just the, it, it, the Cosmos. Yeah. It's my green screen, and it's tweaking out tonight for some reason. But I'm okay with it because. I think it's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. And Leo, what do you have there? Is that is that Star Wars? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, mixture of uh, Star Wars and uh, some Atari games and uh, some books. Okay, cool. Yeah, anything nerdy. And I see Jeff has gone full on, all out in creating a, an atmosphere that will be warm and inviting, draw the audience in. And I sit with a bunch of black cats. <clears throat> do you really? Yeah, my, this whole room is filled with black cats. Is that your thing or your wife's thing? It's my thing. It's your thing? Yes. It's a little creepy, dude. You know? <laughs> well, you know, the biggest one's seven feet. <clears throat> Are you serious? Yeah, it's made out of uh, fiberglass. Can we see it? You want to see it? Let's see if I can do this. We, we want to see your pussy. We want to see yeah. your pussy. Right, so kid. you can see there's statues everywhere. Pictures oh everywhere. God. Oh, my see? God. So the, where is he? He's right there he is. here. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got it from a guy in Boston, actually. He told me you better wash it and put a new fresh coat of paint on it because there's been a lot of naked girls sitting on it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And <laughs> what about you, Scott? What's the art that you have behind it? You see, here's a love note from my wife. Unfortunately, we can't. Can we zoom in right there? Yeah. Uh huh. I am so in love with you. I am a lucky guy. Here's our, our wedding invitation. Here's, here's a grocery list that she wrote me one night on the back of an envelope. And unfortunately, you guys can't zip in because there's a very special item on that grocery list that has made me save it for two and a half years. Okay. This is, this is a painting from a place that I was in in France. 
in Paris. And this is just a little bit of uh, craziness here. Oh, and that's a birthday card my mom sent me back there. That right there. Nice. Yeah, she's 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 passed. She's gone on. You know, as they say, the only thing we're guaranteed is death and taxes. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. It. I had, you know, this past week I had three people close to me die. Three. Wow. Isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? They say that. Yeah, I was going to say, they say as we get older, those things happen. Well, Ben, you're young. You know, you're not old like me and Jeff. So, you know. <laughs> hey, now, I resemble that remark. You, you see, Jeff and I have got like this snow cap going on here. It, it, at least we have the cap, right? Right. We're, we're not follically challenged. But, um, yeah, it, it seems like every week, and it was like amazing, three people, three. And it's like, wow. you know, I think it's just a testament that we we – don't grind an axe, you know, don't, 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 don't carry a grudge. If you can't get along with the person, just sort of turn the page, move on, walk on right. down the hall. Agreed. Don't, right. Don't, don't waste your time fighting. You know, if you guys, if you don't vibe together, if there's nothing that really works and just then move on, you know, um, I don't have time. I've got too much good shit going on that you, you guys know about and right. work too hard to get here and have been through too much shit to, to argue over petty stuff. Right, you know? right. Yeah, you've done a lot of kick-ass shit. I mean, I want to touch real quick on your career, you know, like from Family Ties, but you did a voice acting. I don't know if people are aware of that. Love that. That was one of the greatest gigs you ever. Know? You know, the and, show Phantom 2040 with, with Mark Hamill, yep. Ron mm -hmm. uh Blondie, Deborah Harry, yep, okay. yep. Leah you played, Ramini. You played Kit, Whittick, uh, Kit Walker Jr. in that. Yes, yes. Dude, that was one of the greatest jobs. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. You know, and I was so stupid. I did that. I did uh, a lot of Batman, a lot of uh, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, a lot Pink, of uh, Pinky in the Brain, Animaniacs. Brain. Yep, Animaniacs. I did for a while. I was the voice of uh, of uh, what was it, Wrangler Jeans. Whenever you heard an ad on the radio, I was the yep. voice of uh, Chevy pickup trucks. And like an idiot, I'm like, well, this is too easy. I, you know, I got to go on to something else. I've got to go till new soil and find plant other plants. And and I stopped doing it. And I wish I hadn't. And it was great. There was some, I got to tell, there was a guy, he's a, he's a very, very talented um, voice actor, Rob Paulson. He was on Phantom 2040 with us. Another very talented voice actor, Kat Susie. She Phenomenal. But Rob Paulson one day, one of the producers started giving me shit or something in front of everybody. And Rob pounced on him like a fucking Black Panther, you know, pouncing <laughs> on the enemy, trying to take the little the little baby, the little baby uh, tiger. And it was just I, I remember that forever. Don't you know how you remember in life where there were people that just that stick up for you? Um, right. Mm -hmm. Right down right down the road. You know, I live in upstate New York now. And metaphorically speaking, down the road is Melissa Gilbert. Remember Melissa Gilbert? I am. Yeah. 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 I did a TV movie with Melissa. I did a Broadway play with Melissa. I did and something else. Another. We've worked together three times, and we became buddies, right? Um, and she was great. I mean, she's a great lady. And there was a time that uh, when we did the Broadway play together, and a bunch of people started talking shit about me, and Melissa went after them like a fucking 
just like a panther again. And it's so nice when you've got people that'll stand up and go, don't you fuck with my friend like that. Don't you do that shit. So right. you remember those things. And it's it's unfortunate how a lot of people in Hollywood get a bad get a rap, bad rap, bad name. And there are there are good people. Leah Ramini. You guys know Leah Ramini through all the Scientology shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to pass. I don't know. And you guys are probably going to get dead time stories. Somebody just said dead time stories. The guy who wrote and directed dead time stories, Jeffy Delman, was the best man of my wedding. And he's still one of my best friends in the world. And we're doing a movie with him, too, that he's nice. directed. Um, cool. What was I saying? What? Uh, oh, Leah, Leah Ramini. Mm-hmm. Again, she did. There was something that went on in the recording session for uh, Phantom 2040. And Leah, she just she had my back like that, man. She is she's not shy. What was funny in that recording session, though, it was one day. Do you remember Carrie Snodgrass? No. Not familiar with that name. Yeah, no. really, yeah. She won an Academy uh, Best Actress for Splendor in the Grass. Long time. Jeff and I were little kids. Ben, you probably weren't even born. Leo was not even a glimmer in his father's eye. Okay. Carrie Snodgrass, Leah Ramini, Pam Alden, who used to be Pam Seagal. Pam Alden, remember the show Californication? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And remember the agent, the nerdy, bald-headed agent guy? She was the wife of him. And Pam's gone on. She's got other shows and stuff. And one day, Pam, Leah, Carrie, and there was a fourth. Who was the fourth actress? They all argued over who would be able to achieve giving their man a better orgasmic experience during sex. <laughs> Than the other, and here we are in the recording studio. You know, there's about a dozen dozen actors with behind microphones with, with you know those little stand things that you put sheet music on. Yeah. That's where our script is. And over there, inside the glass, is the control room where the producers are, and the director and the sound engineer, the Leo of that that machination. And Leah, Carrie, Pam, I can't remember the fourth the fourth gal. I I don't want to. I'll look it up. I'll figure it out later. They lay down and they're all on their back and they're all thrusting their pelvis into the sky. And it was, it was, it was rather, rather fun. And this one guy, JD, who's a Muslim fellow who would come into work every day. He played like the shaman on the show. He came in with the full robe and would carry the, I think the Quran was there. Is their book? Is that what Muslim folks? I believe. believe. Yeah. The Quran. Yeah. And he'd be reading that in between takes and in between setups and be very, he just, he couldn't take it. You've got these three women thrusting their vaginas towards the heavens and showing how they squeeze better to, to embrace the penis and make an <laughs> orgasm better for their man. <laughs> that's the kind of work that, that's what I need. More of that, okay? <laughs> I bet. It I feel like I'm all with Dr. Ruth. <laughs> oh God! You know there was then there was this, this other movie I did. Oh God, I don't know if I can say who the actress was. The actor was this guy, a real fucking idiot. He's he his first claim to fame was in Madonna's video. Remember the guys like all sweaty and the chains and they're like yeah. a, a uh-huh. or something like that. And uh, what was the actor's name? That was his big break, was doing that. And he got a, a supporting role in this movie. And the woman who played my my wife 
in the movie. She and I, the trailers they have, you know, usually you get a trailer. This was a lower budget, so they had what's called a double banger. All right. And that's essentially where they take a big trailer, they cut it, put a wall in the middle. You know, you got that half and the other person's got that half. But you got your own bathroom, your own couch, your own bed, all that shit, right? So yeah. I can tell, oh, I remember her name. <laughs> uh, baby, what was the name of that movie? The one where the guy started doing it with the woman who played my wife and her husband came? Till the end of the night. Wow. Right. You can look it up on IMDb. Yeah, till the end of the night. I told him, honey. I'm working here, okay? Jesus. <laughs> I got the best God. wife. I do. I've got the best wife. I'm waiting for so, someone to come flying from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> so the lady and the guy, he was a handsome dude, Mr. Handsome. The muscles, the chiseled, you know, the no fat like I've got here, all that. And you can tell as you're going on in the shoot, you know, after a couple of days, after a week, after a week, and they're starting to get a little, you know, they're looking at each other that way. And they say, hi, how you doing? Oh, good to see you. All that shit, right? So right. I could hear them during lunch and during breaks, they'd go into her trailer, her side of the double banger, and they'd be, right? <laughs> so one day you go in for lunch, Lunch, I'm looking, okay, lunch is just about up. AD comes and knocks on the door. Okay, Scott, we're going to be ready for you in five. Uh, going to make up, get touched up. All right. And uh, then I hear him knock on uh, the other door. Catherine, we're going to be ready. And I can hear Catherine. Oops. And um, the guy. Oops. I can't, think of, <laughs> I can't think of the guy's name. And they're in the other trail. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hop out of my trailer, done brushing my teeth. Okay, I'm going into makeup. And here comes her husband. Hey, where's oh, my wife? I don't know. I think she's in her trailer. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't knock. He just goes, opens the door, and walks in. The next thing you hear, <laughs> shit, windows are breaking, shit's being thrown out of the door, and all that. So that was another another fun day at work. You know <laughs> what we won't talk about, Ben, are the times that I had to do love scenes, and those were tough. And having certain actresses, I'm looking at the questions as they're coming, oh. going, "Put it in, put it in." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Put it in." We're at work. We're a fucking set. There's a camera. There's the director. There's the makeup lady. What do you mean, put it in? Are you? <laughs> well, she was saying that to you because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were in uh, Playgirl magazine back in the day. Yes, I yep. Yes, I was. So, see, she knew what she was getting back then. She was like, hey, now. Leo, Leo, can you pull up the cover of that and show the viewers? Uh, May of 1988. Oh, geez. That's going to destroy my shirt. The weird thing is, Ben, do you, have, do you have the cover there on your monitor? I, I don't have the cover on my monitor. How about you, Ben? How about you look it up? Uh, I, I only, I only I have one screen. I can't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, hold on. If you, ever, if you ever look at it in the cover, and this was back, must have been in the early days of, of airbrushing, right? Look oh, at my left pectoral compared to my right pectoral. 
it's look, I can't remember which one, but one of them, it looks like I have elephantitis of the pectoral. It's just, it's like, and the other one's like normal size. <laughs> you sure it was your pecs they were airbrushing? <laughs> right. Let me get my wife. Hey, honey! <laughs> <laughs> ben and Jeff want to know how big... Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm looking at the comments, too. No, I, I unfortunately, Pops, I don't oh! have... There it is. <laughs> Look at oh that left God. pectoral. Can you tell wow. me what is going on with the left pectoral there? What happened? It looks like a bad boob job. Doesn't it? Or maybe <laughs> Botox went away. Right? I don't know. What happened? I don't know. But look at foreskins, family dies, and fidelity. Okay? <laughs> oh, that's great. I remember. <laughs> that was, it was when my wife, my ex-wife, was pregnant with our first son. And I remember the pediatrician coming and going, so... Are we going to cut him or not? I suggest that you don't cut him, okay? But I think, and this guy, he was like Mr. Hollywood Pediatrician. Right? His name was Jay Gordon. Okay, Jay. Everything was okay. The baby had a little, a little, I uh, <laughs> work my left. Baby had, if the baby has a little earache, take a little breast milk and squirt it in the ear. Baby has an eye infection, take a little breast milk, squirt it in the eye. All right. This guy was, he was he, Mr. Jay Gordon. Okay, Jay, right? <laughs> so, um, what 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 story was I telling? Oh, about so he's going. So he's going. He's going. Uh, so I highly recommend that you do not circumcise your child. I'm like, I don't know anything about this. You know what circumcision was? I'm I'm a good Catholic boy. I'm not Jewish. I'm not. I didn't know, right? Um. So uh, I called my father to say, Dad, you know the pediatrician's asking me, and like I cut the foreskin don't i do i not cut the foreskin what do i do here what do we, what do, i don't have any expertise here he goes well i'm not cut i'm like oh my god ah, i wondered why your penis always looked like an elephant snout i swear <laughs> <laughs> my dad worked on road construction you know i've got three siblings so there's my father my mother and the four kids and the house we grew up in was not that big. It was big enough, but it wasn't that big. And after dinner, where would my dad go? To the one bathroom upstairs and he'd camp out. He'd take the newspaper, he'd light up. And it's just between him, <clears throat> the smell of, remember newspapers when they were printed, the, yep, the ink, the ink on mm -hmm. oil base and the yep. smell. And he'd be smoking his Marlboro Red and having a huge bowel movement. And you, you couldn't even go upstairs. It was like a a toxic bomb had gone off. It was <laughs> traumatizing. Okay, I, where I, were I, we? So, I guess, I well, guess. So so John is asking, uh, what was your experience filming My Demon Lover? Do you guys remember My Demon Lover? They just aired it last week on Turner Movie Classics. Um, and um, I played a guy, Jeff, that when he got horny, he turned into different things. All right? One time he turned into a fat Buddha man. Another time he turned into an old Jewish lady. Other times he turned into like this monster with horns growing out of his head. Okay. The fat Jewish lady, they had some other lady come play that, right? The fat Buddha man, when they did that, they did full makeup, full prosthetic makeup, 
where it went over my head, over my shoulders, down my body. I had this belly that was like this. And, <laughs> and when we went to film the love scene, when I was making love with the, the actress, the makeup guys, greatest guys, they actually won an Academy Award for special effects makeup. Wow. They made a prosthetic penis. There we go. There's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And not this one, but the fat Buddha man. So when I went to lay down on Michelle to do the scene, she's like talking away, chitter chatter, chitter chatter. And then she looks and she sees. <laughs> There's my wife. Hi, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, just okay. hanging out with the guys. That's all. <laughs> I heard, I heard. Hey, how about them mats, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm from Boston, so. <laughs> you know, she's a huge Red Sox fan, Ben. She loves the Red Sox. <laughs> most, people, most, most people do. But I'm glad you said Mets and not Yankees. So we're cool. No, my daughter's a huge Yankees fan. I'm okay with it. Okay. You know, okay. I'm good with it. it, it Yan- it's an interesting Yankees time. For the rich guys. Mets are for the blue collar guys, you know? Right, right. So my demon lover, my demon lover was crazy. There was crazy shit like that, the prosthetic penis, but there was other shit. That picture that, that Leo just showed, to get into that makeup, they had to do my hands, they had to do my head. It, it went down, like, down the body. I was literally, and I don't want to overuse that word, so if I say literally again, please slap me, okay? Um, I was in the makeup chair, to get into that makeup 13 hours. Holy shit. In the makeup chair, okay? Then we went and shot because, you know, they've got you in that makeup. They want to get as much out of it as they can. And I think there was a week of getting into that makeup. Um, Then we would shoot, it was what, 13? Then like 16 hours, shoot, okay? And then it took four hours to get out of the makeup. So I was typically having 30 to 32 hour days in that makeup. And I was just, I was whacked. I was totally beat. One of the most humiliating things, if you look at the hands again on that, and they had the hands made up, I couldn't unzip my zipper. (laughs) I couldn't reach down and pull my penis out of my drawers to, look at the hands. You see where the makeup goes? Yeah. So one of the makeup guys had to come and like, get my my get my member out of my drawers and give it a little shake the urinal for me and and you know when you're done peeing you're not always done you got a few extra shakes there right so (laughs) trying to go to the guy no you gotta put your hand right there right there now shake okay good there's a few other drops we gotta get up it was rather rather humiliating hey hey if you shake it more than twice you're playing with it knock it off But it was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was fun. You know, that's the kind of shit that you just, I'm so fucking lucky. I am so lucky. I am so, so blessed. So lucky to, to, you know, I was run over by a truck, right? I was going to say, you keep saying you're lucky, but you, you had just landed a role on a huge daytime soap opera at that time right. correct and you were awful. reading you were reading for lords of discipline which is a kick-ass movie and you were hit by a fucking truck I was so hit. how lucky is that i was hit from behind flipped up in the air the front tire ran over me the back tires came up and wedged me and pushed me for a block and a half 
My, my pelvis was broken into 32 pieces. Jesus. My left femur was completely crushed. I'm lucky. I, I'm, one, I, I died and they brought me back. But I'm lucky that I did not. Uh, it was my wife. She just popped a question in there. She's oh. such a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's a face <laughs> plant. <laughs> She's honey. probably wondering where that prosthetic penis went. <laughs> She's wondering where my penis is. Dude, I got Irish disease, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I was paralyzed. They told me I'd never walk, yada, yada, yada. But there's that and coming back. And I got to tell you, it's a great thing. In a way, it's a great thing because you go through life and we all have shit that's dumped on us. Right. You know? not, not every day, but everybody's got shit. Everybody. And we always got to remember that. And we've always got to be considerate of other people. Right. You know, not the whiners and the complainers, but people that are really trying, people that are trying to make it through life. And um, uh, it has helped me tremendously when I've gotten into shit because where you go, well, at least it's not as bad as being run over by a truck. Well, right, right. And, and, and this will end, you know, and... Look, I had a business manager that stole about a million bucks from me. The guy was caught, went to jail. I never got the money back. I still had to pay the taxes on it. That was a fuck thing to learn and grow and come from. Mm. Then I got sick of Hollywood. I, I went from, because I couldn't, I would go and audition after learning of the money being stole. And I was so fucking tense. I was so desperate. And I'm sure you guys, you've got a company you hire people and somebody comes in and they're really like, I really need this. I really, uh, ah, 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 give me the job. Give me the job. You don't want to hire that person. You want to be around that person. Right. And I'm not saying I did that in auditions or that in meetings, but it was that vibe. And I'm like, I've got to do something else. I've got to go where my emotional composure is not on display in the room for the people that are looking to hire me or work with me. Right. And, and I started producing and then, you know, there was a lot I didn't know. There was a movie we did. Martin Scorsese came on as the executive producer. He took his name off the film. But me and my business partner, we took a two-page treatment. My business partner paid for it. I couldn't pay for it. He paid. We paid a writer almost hundred grand to turn it into a feature script. Mm -hmm. Right? We had gotten with the casting director, Dory Zuckerman, great fucking lady, who got fucked also they took her name off of it and put annie mccarthy not annie mccarthy uh mary Vernou's name on that because there was all this political shit that happened but it, we had for a while we had reese witherspoon freddie prince jr and uh, josh hartnett and mgm wouldn't approve them you know this is late 90s and they wouldn't approve them so we wound up with stephen dorf who's a great guy really good guy matt dillon God, the sun's out today. Isn't the sky blue? Um, Mom always said you can't say nothing nice. Don't say anything at all. Uh, <laughs> and Feruza Balk, there's a there's an interesting mm -hmm. woman. Um, we had Johnny Knoxville. We had um, who's the guy from Walking Dead, the lead actor? He he had a small role in the movie. The, uh, Andrew Lincoln. No, the lead guy from Walking Dead. Um, yeah, that was Andrew Lincoln. Was uh, Rick. Um, no, the dirty uh, hair. Oh, um, Daryl. Um, Daryl, yeah. Fuck. Norman Reedus. Yes. Norman Reedus. We had, um, oh, um, dude, I got stories about Feruza, which I will not share on this show. And you know how 
open I am. There's, there's, she's a great gal, but yeah. she's like, yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll talk about those when, when Jeff and I are down in New York having lunch with you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, there, there was another lesson of what not to do in Hollywood. And I'm not going to sit here and whine and go, oh, I got fucked. And they could be giving me, but I got fucked. Right. I was too trusting. I was too kind. I was too sweet. I thought, if I treat you equitably, you'll treat me equitably. Yeah. And I, I got fucked royally, royally. Um, but it was a lesson. And, you know, it's, it's like they say, when the team's winning, Everybody's playing perfectly. Nobody's making mistakes. We're winning. You know, we're eight right. and two. We're we're victorious. Right, right. If you're losing, everybody's looking and going, "What's wrong? What's what's going on? What what's it's your going? fault?" <clears throat> Not even your fault. Even if we're together, and we go, "Okay, Jeff, what are you doing?" Or Ben, what are you doing? Or Leo, what are you doing? Or Scott, what are you doing? How can we make an adjustment? What can we change to make it work? Right. Right. Um, so in a way, getting fucked royally by Paul Kamadian, who's dead. If I find his grave, I'll piss on it. <laughs> I will. He, he's a fuck uh, another guy, Michael Sorenzi, who's still in the business somewhere doing whatever. He's a piece of shit. There's another guy, Willie Bear, that I brought into the deal. I met Willie Bear through Melissa Gilbert's ex-husband, Bill Brinkman. Introduced me to Willie. Willie was this German guy who brought money into the film. And the uh, Serenzi, Kamadian, and Willie Bear started hanging out, doing coke together, fucking chicks and all that, and just, you know. The Hollywood scene. The yeah. Hollywood scene. You know, and at that time, at that time, I've got three kids, a fourth one on the way. I don't have time to fuck around and do blow and have parties and shit. I got to work. I got to make money. I got somebody that stole money. Let's. I need to make right. money. So I learned a big lesson from that. And then I went and I had a deal at Madonna's company. Talk about a bastion of ineptitude. Seriously. I mean, she's a good businesswoman. She's built a phenomenal career for herself as a musician. Yes. But the guys and gals who ran her TV and movie division of Maverick Entertainment, a bunch of Coke snorting, you know, drink swirling in that putzes. And, and I went there to their company. I had one film with Damon Wayans and Daryl Hannah attached at another film with Tim Allen and Hillary Duff, who they were both very hot commodities at that year, that time. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't get shit done. They didn't. It, so I said, eventually I said, fuck it. I've got to leave. I left Hollywood and I became an investment banker and I've been involved with, you know, doing uh, renewable energy, ethanol plants, biodiesel plants, yeah. um, geothermal plants, uh, water, you know, clean, plants that cleaned up frack water from uh, frack drilling, shit like that. Then we got into power transportation. Uh, then we got into a food company. Then we got into um, a truck finance company. And I had to go to other things where it's just been perpetually learning, 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 learning. And then I met the guy, you know, I think, were you guys on the phone with me or no, I'm not. Larry Meistrich, who's my partner now. No, we haven't met Larry. Okay, you'll meet Larry, the super Jew. Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, you start on Black Scorpion, nothing great. And Black Scorpion was fun, man. Black Scorpion was big time fun. Michelle Little, she rocks. Or Michelle Lintel. Michelle Lintel. Michelle Little rocks too, but Michelle Lintel, you know, the guy, Craig Nevius, who created that show, mm -hmm. great fucking guy. The guys who were in the show, 
that I was in the show with, it was, you know, we're a team. It's not like, oh, it's me. Um, this other guy, Shane, I can't think of Shane's last name. Steven. Uh, uh, Chris Pine's father, I can't think of his name. Bob Pine or whatever. It was just, it was some of the most fun I ever had was making, have you guys ever seen Black Scorpion? No. No, I've never seen it. It's like, it, it was like, remember the old Batman series from the 60s and 70s? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Black Scorpion's a woman, and she's a cop that turns into this superhero and all this. It was so much fun. It was on, yeah, it was on sci-fi for uh, two years. Um, but anyway, back to meeting Larry. When I met Larry in 2015, the guy who introduced us to each other was a scumbag. And so I found out he had stolen money out of another deal. I'm like, oh, dude, really? Come on. Right. And then he introduced me to Larry, and I'm like, well... Is Larry, you know, birds of a feather? Is Larry a piece of shit? This guy's a piece of shit. Larry was thinking the same thing. I love Stoney Jackson. Whoever just put that, that question up. Stoney Jackson. You know, Stoney Jackson was in the Beat It uh, video with Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He was in the um, the other one, Streets of Fire. Remember the Streets of Fire? I can dream yeah. about you. And remember yeah. the, the group that sang that? Stoney was the guy, the main dude singing it. He's one of my best friends. He's great no shit. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, anyway, Larry and I sniffed each other like a couple dogs in the yard for about two years. And then finally I decided, oh, I can do business with this guy. Not because of a business exchange, but how I saw him with his children. And that's a good tip for okay. everybody out there. If you're considering going into business with somebody, see how that person treats their children. Yeah. Or their pet. Or their pet. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if they're an asshole to their pet or to their kids, they're going to fuck you. Unequivocally. Because if they're that way, to, your children are of you. I don't know if any of you guys have kids, but you're... Yep. You know, right. They I, have, are, I have six. I, wow, motherfucker. You know, they make these things called books. <laughs> yeah, you had six. <laughs> <laughs> I've got four, and I thought I was bad. What are the ages, Ben? Uh, 31 to 22. Holy shit. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> what are you, Catholic? Are you, are you Mormon? What is I'm it? I'm Catholic. There you go. Yeah, but, baby. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, um, I have three biological, and then when I got remarried, I adopted my wife's three kids. You so, and I, we put them all together. We can dominate the earth. We could. We Ooh. could. Yeah. We'll bring Jeff along because his teddy bear or his dog. Whew, All right. Like yeah, I don't. I don't have kids. Jeff is gonna love Larry. Larry. Larry loves dogs. Larry used to have a wolf. Oh, nice. A oh. wolf. A real wolf is a pet. You know. Um, John running. Do I ever do signings? I don't know if John yet. No, nah, I really don't, John. I. You know, I, they asked me a bunch of times to do those 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 conventions, those autograph conventions. I'm like, eh. so I went and looked, and it's a lot of like people that are like they're past their zenith and they're kind of, kind of like sad sacks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's changed over the last couple of years, you know. Has it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's everybody. Is it better? Oh yeah. Because I yeah, went, we have a lot of fun. I went. Um, who's the guy that's? They think he killed his wife. He played Beretta. 
um, I know who he's talking about. I can't think of it. I know exactly who you're talking about. What the hell's his name? Well, Jeff thinks about this 46 minutes into the show. If you want to know more about our amazing guest, all the things he's involved with, like his company Excelsior, uh, Red Coral Universe. Which Red we'll Coral talk, Universe. Yep, yep. Red Coral Universe, which we'll Blade, talk about. Yep. Uh, check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Don't worry, Leo. I got it. Much appreciated. I got your job. Well, you took over Switchboard for me, so I figured, hey, I'll do the show notes, but I waited 46 <laughs> minutes. Okay, back to Robert you. Blake. That's the guy, Robert Blake. Yeah, Robert Blake. Yep. My Thank wife, you, Jennifer. My wife is hollering it from the other room. I love you, honey. <laughs> um. So Robert Blake is there, Mike Madsen, Alan Thick, and it's wow. you know Alan Thick with his big straight teeth because <laughs> he played hockey, got all his teeth knocked out. Right, right. And how Alan Thick died? You know, I had a, I had open heart surgery three years ago. Wow. If I didn't have the open heart surgery, the same thing Alan Thick had that he died from, same thing that Lucille Ball died from. Same thing that my buddy Mac, Mac, my Mac, you know Mac. You know Mac since junior high school. He's a fucking great guy. Wow. Mac, um, anyway, I just, I, I went to the signings. Maybe I should check it out again, Leo, and see what it looks like. Because I don't want to be yeah. one of those guys going like, oh, remember me? I was, I was on TV 30 years ago and I was real popular. You know, that's got to be. Well, no, because you, you've done an awful lot since then. Yeah, you're you know, you're not, you know. I mean, most people know you, you know. I mean, I think I think somebody quoted you as the the date that wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> you know, because you were you were only scheduled to be on one episode of Family Ties originally. Yeah, that was at it. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you ended up doing forty, I believe. 42, I think. 40. Just over 40. 41. I, I, I saw 41, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew it was just over 40. I was yep. I was going to write it in my show notes, but I was like, eh. Yep, yep. You, you were the, the not-so-smart artist boyfriend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, uh-huh. I used to call him the lovable monosyllabic uh, uh, idiot, you know? Right. Yep, yep. I think about it. I go to, I go to acting school. I become a member of the actor's studio. People that are actors, they'll, they'll know, oh, the actor's studio. And then um, I get a job grunting. Hey. And I get paid more money in a week than most people make in a year. That fucked right. me. That did. I'm sure. That. Well, that you're thinking, Jesus, there's people that teach our kids. They should be getting paid this much, you know? Doctors that save our lives and, and do- doctors aren't as rich as people think they are. What they've got to pay for, you know, for uh, malpractice insurance and other other shit that they've got to pay. It's not like it was when we were kids. You know, there are other, other people, engineers, engineers that design, I don't know, that we can live the way we live, that we can that we can take shit, which I've been a part of. I, I could never design that. And we could take shit and we could take MSW, we could take. <clears throat> this garbage right here, and we can take bio uh, mass tree trimmings and make it into power, so we can run our lights. I mean, that's that's fucking that that's yeah. And I know actors; they have a special place in people's hearts. I know athletes do, musicians. We all like watching them. We all like rivaling them. But sometimes I think it's a little 
disproportionate and there are other people like teachers. Why don't we have award shows for teachers? Right, right. Now, see, I think that way about uh, what these sports players get paid. Yeah. It's look ridiculous. At these, look at the contracts these guys are getting now. Who is that the guy? Red Sox that... just signed the biggest one ever for the Red Sox today. Really? Right. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, it was um, – I can't remember who the player was. Uh, 11-year deal, uh-huh. $338 million. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, that's – you know. And when's the, when's the last time you went to the ballpark? I How went once you? probably 25 years ago. Right. My wife, I didn't go. My wife actually went down to Yankee Stadium with a friend of hers this last season to see the Sox play the Yankees. And she yeah. went, she, she, my wife has got a set of balls, man. She wore her Red Sox shirt and her Red Sox cap to Yankee <laughs> Stadium. And she's telling me a beer, a crappy like Miller Lite or whatever, 16 bucks. Oh yeah, for one can of beer, six. Well, they got to pay the salaries. Uh, yes, you know? exactly. and then, and then if they get a hangnail, they can't play for like six weeks. No, yeah, it's crazy. You know? you know, but yeah, yeah. I generally don't. Honestly, I don't. I don't watch a lot of major sports other than hockey. Um, but I'll watch college, and I'll go Love watch college. high school. I'll watch high school. I'll even watch Love pop college. My youngest daughter, who's 22 and pregnant now, but she played Pop Warner with the boys. Did she really? Oh, yeah. She was a center. There you go. All yeah. right. <laughs> she played she nose. She, she played center and she played nose. Did she really? Yeah. She, uh, yeah. She messed some boys up back then. But, yeah. Well, you but know. they play with heart. That's where I was going with that. They play with heart in those, with, in those yes. arenas. You exactly. Know? And, yes, they want to get to the show and they want to make the big bucks. And God love them. They have every right to. But. When they're at that level, they're playing for the love of the game. You know, they really right, are. Right. Do you like college basketball? I can watch it. Yeah. 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 I love, look, I was out in LA for 36 years. I love watching UCLA play. Mm-hmm. I, I love, and it, they got a game tomorrow night against Utah. If you're up late enough to catch it on TV, this kid who's their point guard, his hair. <laughs> It's not even like dreadlocks. It's not even Rastafarian. It's like he took Elmer's glue and went. And let me, just, yeah, just crazy well, shit. Maybe it he, wasn't glue, thinking about something about Mary. <laughs> <laughs> really? What, what oh, he found the button. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was it, Jeff? Uh, what's the word I use in the situation like this? Jizz. Jizz? Jism, spunk. <laughs> uh, just real quick, I, I know you mentioned uh, Rob Paulson earlier. Uh, speaking of conventions, uh, I saw him at a convention. I think it was just this summer. Might have been last summer. Uh, uh, he does his voice acting at the convention. They they do like a panel, and it was like him and Jess Harnell and and a bunch of other people, and they're doing like a full on show. As he, all their voices in the panel, it was it was incredible. If you if you go again and he's there, walk up, give him a hug and a kiss, and tell him it's from Scott Valentine. Okay, he'll re- he's 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 a great fucking guy. He's just he's a mensch. He's a stand up guy, real good guy. You know, he doesn't have as much hair now as he did when we worked together. He's <clears throat> he's a little follically challenged. That's I just got I got to brag brag. 
this beautiful, this beautiful trail. Trail. Hey, hey. Leo, can, Leo, can you show, show, can you show, show a picture of my hair, hair, hair like in the 80s? Yeah, and, yeah, and we got yeah, an echo, echo from, from somewhere. somewhere. Oh, that's odd. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, that just... My honey's here with her. With her. Remember, that, remember, remember that when you... That's why. That's why. Your what? honey's standing right there with her phone, phone right? right? No, she... no. She... <laughs> Leo's trying, Leo's trying to, to figure out who it is. Not me. Not me. Let's, Let's see. see. Uh, test, uh, test three. three. No, it's still, no, still got back, back. To Leo, Leo. Probably, Probably. It's gone, gone. It's gone, gone. And Jeff, and Jeff lost, lost his mic. Uh, is he gone? Is he gone? No, it's not. It's not. That's weird. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked everybody, everybody out. out. That wasn't, that wasn't very, nice. very nice. Should we Should log, we log out, out? Log back in, back in. No, just, yeah, just, 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 I don't know. I don't know. That's odd. That's odd. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, everybody. it's everybody. It is. It is. <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, let, let me let me pop, pop out first. And I'll come. And I'll come right. Is it still, Is it still happening? happening? Yep. Yep. I can. I hear can the hear delay. the delay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a wicked, There's a wicked delay. delay. I'll bet you. I'll bet you it's this program. This program. You think it's a premium yard? Yeah. Yeah. No, nope, just, nope, just got nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> Jeff, is Jeff, your, is mic your mic still? still? I think I Jeff's Jeff. Jeff. No, no. Nope, I'm nope. back. I'm back. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's still. Leo, Leo, Leo. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what it is. In, in... Okay, testing one, two, three. That's better. Yeah, it's gone. Testing, testing one, two, three. three. Uh, uh, so if I mute Jeff, it's, it's gone. All right, so it's coming through the it's the iPad. Yeah, that's why he lost his mic. Yep, you're gonna have you're gonna have to jump out and jump back in, reboot it. Yeah, can you hear? Can you hear us? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> There he goes. He he got he got the hint. No, I kicked him. <laughs> you oh, kicked you? him. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me pull up a picture of you, Scott, from the eighties. Ben, I can hear me down the hall. Yeah, that that's okay, but it's the it was the echo. It must have been something with the iPad because he lost his mic and everything. Um, he lost his sound, so I'm wondering if the iPad, because Jeff runs on his iPad. We see we've got to make a little money sometime in the near future, so we can get Jeff an actual fucking computer. 
Let's yeah, let's let's Yeah, it's something to do with the iPad. But anyway, <laughs> I've got some credit. Oh god. <laughs> do you have find one with the um with the with the chandelier earrings? Oh my god. The chandelier earrings as my sons call them. Right. I, I remember those back in the day. <laughs> yeah, there you go baby. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the clip-on earrings. And they hurt when you answered the phone and you put the phone up to your ear. Yeah. And you'd cut your ear because the, the, the ear cuff would cut into it. That's funny. Rocking the mullet, somebody yeah. just said. <laughs> Rocking the mullet. Yeah, baby. Mullets were the thing back then. You know? Yeah. It was, you're talking, you know, early 80s. 82? Hey, 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 that was not a mullet. It was, it was a bouffant. Okay. A bouffant. <laughs> Uh, well, everybody goes through. <laughs> one. Like, th there was a time in the 90, 90s I had my hair down to the middle of my back. Oh, when, when Jeff met me, my hair was down the middle of my back, and I used to wear a big battle axe earring. It was all his fault. Yep. I wanted to, instead of the ear cuffs, I wanted to pierce my ear. I wanted to have the ear pierced all the way down, and, and the producers wouldn't let me. They're like, no, you can't do that. That's a little, that's a little severe. Yeah, it's all good. The so, fox per mullet. Faux per mullet. Faux per mullet. You know, I've had actually people ask me, they've said, no, that's a wig. He wore a wig. It was, yeah, that's right. It was a wig. Yeah, see, it's a wig. Yeah, okay. It was It was an 80s hairdo. Where's Jeffy? I miss Jeffy. It's, it's he, uh, I think he was having technical difficulties. That's why he... Muted and went to uh, no camera. We love Jeff. We need Jeff here. Him and his 27 kitty cats. <laughs> well, uh, while we wait for Jeff, why don't we talk a little bit about Red Coral? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tell us. Yes. Tell us about Red Coral. Red Coral started as a production entity with the, uh, the intent to produce content, movies, TV shows, uh, documentaries and just as we were launching the pandemic hit right now we're partners with amc theaters which we could never compete with amazon apple the studios when because theaters now oh there's a kitty cat yeah there's real ones too what's that one's name uh cinder are all your cats black and you're able to distinguish from one to the, the next? Or you well, only yeah, have... if they're sleeping in this room, I can't even see them. Really? How many they do you have? Blend in. Uh, two. Oh, okay, that's all. I was a little worried. If you were going to say five, I was like, Jeffy, you're you're becoming the cat lady of both. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. No. Uh -huh. Jeff went yeah, dark. Yeah, Jeff went dark. Uh, no, I, that was my wife connected with her phone to the earbuds I'm working on. Oh. That's yeah, blame the wife. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's well, not here. To I don't have it. kids. I it's the only one I can blame. <laughs> and, and yeah, because the dog and the cat don't have thumbs. 
So Red Coral is a production entity, okay? And we have the partnership with AMC Theater. And really, theater, even without the pandemic, unless you have a movie where you've got guys running around in spandex called the Fantastic Four or, or whatever, or unless you're Tom Cruise and you're going to go hang off a jet plane wing and spend $150 million to make your film, films are not really shown in theater. No, they're not what they right. were when Jeff and I were kids, when Ben was a kid, you know, going to the theater. That that experience is gone. It's still cool to go sit in a dark room and watch a big screen. But for everybody, and everybody here would probably say, if a movie comes out, we're like, nah, I'll wait. I'll watch it on the monitor, okay? Yep. You know, I, I don't want to go put my feet in sticky shit in the theater. or. Yeah, I can know. stay home and do that. Yeah, exactly. Or, or deal yeah. with, you know, like, people making noise i saw a video of like uh during avatar people were like standing and dancing and singing during it like who the heck wants to see that you know it's yeah. that's sort of like when you go my wife loves going to concerts mm -hmm. last year uh you know spack is here the performing arts center we went we saw uh doobie brothers we saw um steely dan we saw uh what's his name from pink floyd the angry one um Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Just, we saw, you know, uh, the guy from Fish. He loves, must love Fish. You know Fish? My wife mm -hmm. loves Fish. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah. And going to the concert, it's it's a little bothersome if you've got other baby boomers that all of a sudden stand up in front of you and decide that they're 16 again to get a dance. And it's like, dude, I didn't pay 100 bucks for this fucking seat to look at your ass. So you can relive your youth, all right? Well, That's why I should always have a magazine with you. You just roll it up and whack them with it. Sit the fuck down and let me watch the show, you know? Um, so anyway, back to uh, Red Coral. What we know, what most businesses do, you want to vertically integrate. If you're making muffins, right? You're going to grow the wheat. You're going to mill the wheat. You're going to make your own factory. You're going to make your own delivery trucks. And if you're lucky, mm -hmm. you have your own store to sell your muffins in. It's kind of the same with films. And um, the government actually said it was illegal for a long time, which it was, for the studios to actually own the theater, own the distribution company. Mm -hmm. And they said it, it's it's collusion. You know, it's a monopoly. So we wanting to create content and we, Red Coral, wanting to be the voice or the home for independent filmmakers, said we've got to launch our own streaming service. So Red Coral Universe now has, we have our own app. We'll, right, if you go and you put in your search, you won't find it today. You'll find it in about two weeks. We have it up, but we're we're testing it to make sure to get whatever bugs out of it's it. It's all beta, beta testing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but we're on Roku. We're on Fire Stick. We're on Chromecast. We're on Apple. We're on Xbox. We're on uh, PlayStation. We're on every tablet. We're on every phone. We're on every computer. And we've already amassed about 4,000 titles. Uh, the thing that we're going to do different that, because we have had, Red Coral has had films on Netflix. We've had films on Amazon. We've had films on Tubi. We've had films on Pluto. And you get fucked, you know? For mm -hmm. every dollar the film makes, we got anywhere from maybe a half a cent to three cents. And you look at, I don't know if you know, you guys know, uh, you know Pluto, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Pluto started, I think it was, and maybe Leo, you can look it up to fact check me to make sure I'm not talking shit. Um, I think they started in 2014. 
and they started with about three and a half million dollars. Not a lot of money in the entertainment world, right? Uh, August first, uh, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen, and they were sold when was it? Twenty eighteen to Viacom. Let's see. I think it was twenty eighteen to Viacom. You know which Viacom owns yep. Paramount. Yep. Owns, mm -hmm. I think they own. I think they own CBS. I'm not sure. Um, for $440 million. For, and they just ran old programs. That's all they ran was old programs. They didn't have new stuff. Remember when Ted Turner started TNT mm -hmm. and TBS, what he did is he went to Hollywood and he licensed or did rev share deals on old movies. And people in Hollywood were laughing, look at this cowboy, look at this Southern idiot. This, this hayseed thinks he's going to make money from showing movies from the 60s and the 70s. You know what? He made a shitload of money. And he, he, the companies are now worth billions of dollars. People have a voracious appetite for content. Yeah. So there yeah. are a lot, a lot the of Oops, sorry. Uh, uh, the article here says uh, Viacom says Pluto TV deal is a $1 billion ad revenue opportunity. Okay. Well, so Pluto now started for about, I think it was 3.7. And would you say, Jeff or Leo, 20. 14, uh, started 20, in uh, 2013. Looks like it sold in 2019. 2019. Wow. And the reason they have so much money is because you guys that make your own content, we want to have your show on our streaming service. And we should make full disclosure of that, okay? Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do with you guys is we split everything 50-50. A buck comes in. There's not going to be a handling charge. There's not going to be a processing charge. There's not going to be an onboarding fee. There's not going to be whatever, wipe your dick, shout up your ass fee. It's going to be 50 cents. A buck comes in, 50 goes to you, 50 goes to us. That's it. Be fair. Well, right. what about your operating costs? That's our responsibility. You guys have your operating costs here, mm -hmm. right? So I've got so many. Larry's got so many. Uh, on the Red Coral team right now, we've got about 13, 14 people on, on our team in our company. And, and we we govern with a circle. It's not a pyramid. It's not like somebody sitting up on the, you know, on the hill here. It's a circle. Everybody has value. Everybody talks. Everybody brings ideas. They may not be good ideas, but they should be heard. And the same thing with content. We're looking. There's some big names at films that we're getting. Now, the deal isn't closed, so I can't say I can I right. be inappropriate. But these are big names, guys that you'll know like that. And they're like, really? You're going to offer? You're doing? Why are you doing that? Because we want to be a home for independent content makers. Right. And we right. don't want to be. We don't want to be the arbiter to say. I mean, your show is still token, right? If you tried to get this on another, I don't know, Pluto or something, they, well, you know, you guys are you're snappy and you're very engaging, but can we lose the token part? Can we call it still rocking or still yep. clocking or something? You know, <clears throat> no, you know, pot's legal. It's legal in over 50% of America. That's another thing our, our investment banking firm has been involved with in getting marijuana facilities financed. Look, right, one of the right. first ones we work with are guys in, in Boston, uh, in a, a real medical facility. I don't smoke pot now. I smoked pot all my life. I quit a long time ago. But I should not be the judge of, well, you should smoke or not. You shouldn't really smoke, Ben. I don't think that's appropriate for you. 
you're an adult. You make your decision. It's, it, it's, you know, it's legal. We're just going to, with the content we're getting, we're going to put it out there. Let people right. see it. Let them look at it. They may like it. They may not like it. They may agree with it. They may not agree with it. But we're not going to be, we're not the, the, the censors, you know? Right. You're, you're going to let people make up their own minds. If they don't like something, don't watch it. Change the channel. Right. 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 But, but we don't want you to change the channel if you watch the Still Token With because the more you watch, the more we watch, the more we have fun. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, and, and look, that's we, we have that available to us. Right. It's a great thing. Larry's a great guy. You guys will meet him. We're all going to get together later in the month. You know, he's a really good guy. Just a fucking quality stand-up guy. The thing I will tell you about Larry, something, you know, you know this asshole, uh, what's his name, uh, from Miramax. Um, what's his name? The guy on charges for raping oh, all these actors. Uh, Weinstein? Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Larry produced Sling Blade. Weinstein, Miramax, bought Sling Blade from Larry. They had a meeting, and Billy Bob got into a thing with Weinstein, and they're arguing. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and they stood up, and Weinstein slaps Billy Bob. Oh, and he's like, you don't hit my fucking director. Larry went over and bam! Punched him. Oh, wow. Knocked him out. Got arrested. And so many other people in Hollywood are saying, well, you can't really say that. You can't yeah, he's an asshole, but that's you know, let's tiptoe around that. The guy's a fucking jerk. He's a predator. You're right. Larry fucking clocked him, knocked him out. Done. That's it. Simple. You know? <laughs> so that's the kind of guy he is. But he's right. a great guy. He's a guy who had he had a wolf as a pet. Right. You know, he's got dogs now, and uh I wouldn't want to fuck with his dogs, I'll tell you that. You know. One of them is a uh, is a gray, um, is a silver lab. Oh. It was about 150. Mm-hmm. One day I pull up in my car, and I'm talking to Larry through the window. You know, as I'm pulling up, going to get my shit out. I like Larry. <laughs> and Ash, he'll if you're sitting there at the table writing or typing or something, you're at the desk. He'll come up and grab your elbow with his mouth, and like pull you like, come play with me, come play. He's 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's a strong animal. So I'm in the car talking, and Ash is grabbing my elbow. And I'm like, Ash, give me a minute. Ash. So Ash comes up. He gets his half his body inside my window and grabs my head with his mouth. And it's like pulling my head out of the car. <laughs> and oh, Probably the best head you've gotten in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, Leo, do you have another show tonight? I do. Yes. All right. So we only got a couple more minutes with Scott, folks. If you got honey, questions... Jeff is dissing you. <laughs> you got questions or comments? Get them up in the chat. Otherwise, you know, I'll we'll have to get them back on again. Well, she's gonna but, kick you know, we she are is. we are super psyched and looking forward to uh, the potential with Red Coral, things in the future that are coming. Uh, so yeah, you got to pay attention, folks. And folks, if you want to find Red Coral, redcoraluniverse.com. Redcoraluniverse.com. That's on your computers. The app will be Roku, Fire Stick, Chromecast, Apple, (laughs) PlayStation. Uh, What's the other one? (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude, you got the devil horns. Dude, she's going to kick your ass, okay? <laughs> Jeff, she used to play I look hockey. forward to it. Jeff, she used to play hockey with the men. Not with the boys, not with the girls, with the men. All right. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, my my wife made it to brown belt, and now she takes boxing classes. So I'll just hide behind her. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll both turn around and kick your ass because she'll tell your wife what you said. <laughs> uh, and uh, I apologize to John. Uh, since we're streaming on so many different uh, locations, uh, there's been a ton of comments. Sorry if I missed a couple. Uh, he was asking us, uh, what is your opinion on EV cars? Do you think they're sustainable? I think EV cars are definitely the future. But we have then we have the very complex. Nothing is ever black and white. Nothing is ever easy. EV cars use lithium batteries. Lithium is mined from the earth, and the means that they're using to mine that lithium is, is, is caustic and detrimental to the earth. So we have a good thing that is not spewing carbons into into you know the air we breathe but you know it's like california california says well we we 43 of our energy comes from renewable sources where's the other you know 57 come from a lot of that energy they import from arizona from plants that are fired with coal so um to go further beyond you know and there's 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 Look, there are folks, when I moved back to upstate New York, there's a lot of folks that are Trump fans. I don't want to get into politics, but it's a lot of folks that are Trump fans. And there are people that I went to high school with, oh, you're fucking Hollywood bleeding heart liberal. That's what you are. No. Well, you do renewable energy, right? You're a tree hugger. No, let me just let's stop for a moment. You're talking about national security. You're talking about our independence of a country. Now, if you read history... And you go through and look at wars or skirmishes from one country to another or one band of people to another. What is the best way to bring down another country, another army, another band of people? Cut off their fuel and cut off their food. So mm -hmm. if we grow our own food, I don't know if you know, but we import about 90% of the tomatoes, just tomatoes that we consume in this country, we import. Tomatoes, okay? Also, our fuel. We actually have means that are viable, that the engineering exists today that would complement fossil fuel. I'm a fan of fossil fuel. You look around my office, you look around your, look at Leo's pad, look at Jeff's pad, look at yours. Everything we touch was touched by oil. Everything. Oil's been very good to us for years. It's a finite resource. And if we, we combust it in an improper manner, it's harmful to us. So... If we can complement it with wind, with geothermal, with solar, with nuclear, because nuclear is not the bad woogie boogie that we grew up with. Yes, there was Three Mile Island, but there are very safe, prudent methods to use nuclear now. Mm -hmm. Look, we, we hope to have this 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 uh, Oliver Stone made this uh, this documentary about nuclear energy to try to and awaken people. I'm like Oliver Stone. Larry Liberal, Mr. Farmer, whoa, 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 right? Right. And he's, it, it makes a lot of sense. We hope to have it on. We're negotiating with him now to get it on. <clears throat> and there are just other means. So electric vehicles make a lot of sense. If we're putting less carbons in the atmosphere, 
but where are we getting that electricity from? We have to look at that too, because mm -hmm. there are other forms of batteries other than lithium that we can use that are less harmful to the environment. So we've got to be good stewards. We have to be good. You know, I'm going to die real soon. Ben, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we're leaving this. I'm leaving it to four other beings. You're leaving it to six other beings. I'd like them to have as much fun that I've had. You know, Jeff has got his kitty cats. We want to leave a nice, clean, safe planet for his kitty cats. And part of it, too, look, our, our skirmishes over in the Middle East with Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, it's not only about oil, but it's the, the genesis of oil. Who gets the mm -hmm. oil? You know, right. and there are other geopolitical things that go into the humanitarian practices of those countries that we as free Americans that get the choice to go, I want to be Republican. I want to be Democrat. I want to be the Green Party. I want to be the Liberal Party. I don't want to be any party. But we get to make that choice without being killed, without being persecuted. You can't do that in those countries. So if they want to be assholes like that, why don't we just say, you know what, guys, you're so fucking dysfunctional. Take your oil, shove it up your fucking ass, and we'll complement the oil we have. Well, here's another thing about the guy that asked the question about the EV. Natural gas. We have more natural gas than Saudi Arabia has oil. We have as much oil as Saudi Arabia has, and they're like, they just discovered another, you know, an ocean full of uh, oil reserves in Saudi Arabia. <clears throat> we have a, like a fucking galaxy, not a universe, a galaxy of natural gas underneath. Fracking's bad. Is there a way to do fracking that's not going to harm other things? We're really smart. We're a very resourceful country. So we should find ways to tap into that natural gas that doesn't allow it to get into the water table. So we're not polluting ourselves again. You know, let's be good stewards and let's figure it out. There's got to be another way to get that gas out. So once again, for our national security, we can go, fuck you, Venezuela. Fuck you, Russia. Fuck you, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Iran with your oil. We got our own. We got enough. And we're complementing it with so, with solar and with wind and geothermal. <laughs> and people go, well, what geothermal isn't everywhere. There's a technology of dry geothermal. Our company had arranged the financing to finance a bunch of dry geothermal plants. You know what happened? One guy came just as we were about to close on the finance. Said, no, I own the technology. No, I own the technology. No, I own the technology. No, my penis is prettier. No, my penis. Guys, stop your fucking fighting. Why don't you just share? Because right. we really can't define here. You know, there was a guy we met once again to EVs, uh, nitrogen. What we're all breathing right now, it's about what seventy-eight percent actually nitrogen. Only some other Leo. Could you look this up? So once again, I'm not talking out my ass. <laughs> hey Leo, I think uh, you got a new job. <laughs> a, a vast majority of what we're inhaling is nitrogen. Then there's oxygen. Then there's some other gases, right? And our body's smart enough to go, I'm just going to take the oxygen and use the oxygen. But nitrogen extracted from the atmosphere, they know how to do that. They know how to liquefy it. Really cool. We went and met with a guy that he actually had a little, little widget. It was as big as two pizza boxes. Two pizza boxes. It extracted the nitrogen from the atmosphere. It converted it to liquid. And then he ran into, he had two cars. He had, a, he had like a, I don't know, a Chevy Le Mans or a Buick Le Mans. And he had a 
Ford F-150. And there was the tube running right to where he made small adjustments on these engines, internal combustion engines, which they were then running on liquid nitrogen. Now, people are saying, well, what if it blows up? It's going to, do you know when they started internal combustion engines with gasoline, people were running around going, no, you can't do this. It's going to blow up. It'll blow up in the street. <clears throat> it's not going to. Yes, it has the potential to, but we're smart enough. We've got guys smarter than me that can make the technology and the energy where we can run off of liquid nitrogen. Right. We don't have to have EV. I don't know if hydrogen's you know, the answer. It may be nitrogen, but there are other methodologies, and we'll find. I mean, the, you look at internal combustion engines. They've only been around, what, 150 years now, approximately? Our lives, we're mere specks. Right, right. We're, we're not even a pimple on the elephant's ass. Right. Right. microcosm on the pimple. I'd love to be able to come back 100 years and see what is it in 100 years. Because if it's not EV, it's going to, what is it? You know, right. even the Jetsons, like we're now realizing things that were in the Jetsons cartoon. We all have. We, we got it right here. You know, we got, look at that. Look at, look at that. Oh, sorry. Oh, look uh, at this. I, I got to show you this. Well, can you see that? Let me, let me, uh, there we go. There we go. That's yep. me and my honey on our honeymoon in Aruba driving. Uh, is, that a C is that a CF moto? It may be. I don't know. I think it says uh, it's CF, CF yep, moto. Like a CF moto. Yep. Yep. Is it? That's a, yep. That's what I own. Dude, we went there on our honeymoon a couple months ago. We waited a year. We had so much fun. It was so much fun. But, we come back 100 years from now, our kids, your kids, Ben, my kids, yeah. they're going to be maybe alive. You and I will be, you know, we'll be part of the carbon that's under the ground. But yeah. it's gonna, look at these. Look at, look at how much these have changed. I had one of the first cell phones. It was like a briefcase. You were lucky to, and look at how much it's advanced and what. <laughs> That's okay, Siri. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what uh, she said? I'm not sure I understand. No, you right? don't understand. No, Siri. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> as far as the question of electric cars, are they the answer? I'm not sure. I'm not smart enough. I don't have a crystal ball. But it's certainly a great alternative. You know, I, I'm saving up my pennies to go buy one of those new fancy schmancy, the, the Mercedes U, EQV or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, but they're $130,000. Right. I think there's a lot of different alternatives that need to be looked into. Right. You know, yeah. not, just, not just electric, but, you know, like yeah. you said, what powers the electric, you know. Uh, you know, obviously we're pro-cannabis and, that kind of stuff, and I think I think there's a lot that hemp can do. Yep. For biofuels, there and is stuff. so much that hemp can oh, do. Yeah. Look, we have done. We've done. We've gotten finance. Not we built. You know, we we contracted with engineering firms that designed and built, and then smart guys and gals that ran it that could take the biomass after you use the hemp and extract whatever to make CBD or to the hemp and you, what is that ultra, like the Delta nine from the Delta eight mm -hmm. and, and that, 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 that stuff that's beyond my knowledge, but there's a waste product. 
You know what you can do with that waste product? You can put it in a digester. You can make a gas. That gas can be combusted, can make energy. So yeah. now you have almost a zero waste from start to finish operation. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's no digging the earth up. Right? No. And so, you know, I told you guys, we've been part of financing on five marijuana facilities. There's a lot of biomass waste when they go and they trim and they get those pretty little buds, right? And look at the waste. I'm like, what do you guys do with that? Well, we have somebody call, call it away and they take it and they charge us extra. So why don't you put a digester out here? Make it into gas. You could have your own power plant right there. You could power your whole operation with your waste. You could take your, again, you take your, your garbage here and you take all that, that biomass and you can take your poop. And put it in there too. Mix it all up. <laughs> and believe me, I've been to furnaces. I have right. gone and, and experienced and examined bovine poop, dairy cow manure, uh, pig manure, chicken manure, turkey manure, human manure. You know what's the worst manure? Is human manure, human poop. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. It's all disgusting. the shit we eat. Yes. So, yeah. And speak, speaking of alternative, folks, in about 27 minutes, you can have an alternative to our show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, is that a hint, uh, hint uh, Ben? Yeah, 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 I know, because yeah, you, you got to get ready. The next show. Yeah, I got to get ready. Uh, and that is what? Uh, the Dorkening. We're doing uh, 9 o'clock. We're going to be, uh, uh, yeah, dorking out, talking about some geeky subjects. And uh new uh, Ant-Man trailer just dropped, so I'm sure we'll be breaking that apart. And a lot of fun stuff. And uh, just real quick, uh, you mentioned fuel. Uh, my dad used to work for, uh, he used to repair gas stations. And he said it wasn't the the liquid fuel that was dangerous. It's the gas that it emits. Uh, that's where the real danger is. Well, that's yeah. true. I mean, that's true. I mean, you, you, yeah. put, you, you get in a room with Jeff after he eats broccoli the night before, he'll fucking kill you. He'll fucking kill you. Oh, we're you not know? talking... Different kind of gas, my bad. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. other thing, and, and you know, and, and once again, in California, I don't know if it's all in California, in Los Angeles, you build a new apartment building, you can't have gas stoves anymore. And then they've done, they've made that rule here. Yeah, but there are people actually dying from it. There are people dying from it, you know, which is, which I can cook as well on electric as I can, I guess. I got to cook you guys dinner. I'm a hell of a cook. Ask my wife, honey, am I a great cook? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. After what I said, she ain't gonna cook for me, <laughs> right? Uh, okay. Well, well, on that note, Leo. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Uh, Scott, don't go anywhere because uh, we have one thing we need to do once we close it out. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, my name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got about 40 shows on the network. There's a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. Head on over to thedorkening.com. You can see all the latest episodes there. And uh, Scott, where do you like people interacting with you on the socials? Uh, I am on Instagram and I am go ahead and laugh on Facebook. Okay. Um, that. I'm not hip enough to be on TikTok. I've been told. And isn't there something beyond TikTok now, uh, Leo? Something even hipper? Uh, there, there probably is, but I'm just getting into TikTok myself. But on Instagram, I'm Saratoga Scotty V, and on Facebook, I'm Scott Valentine. Yeah. Oh, Mastodon. That's uh, that's the right. new big uh, big thing. Yeah. 
That's that. My sons will laugh at me now. Great, something else to fucking learn. Right? <laughs> fucking social media. Half uh, my head's still in MySpace. Uh, I liked MySpace. I liked it. <laughs> I do too, actually. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, give us a follow. Uh, uh, look us up on YouTube, uh, Still Talking With. Uh, go to stilltalking.com. We're also on Facebook, uh, Talking With The Dead. Uh, and yeah, go to the website because all the fucking links are there. It's easy. Right? Stilltalking.com, right? That's right. Like Jeff said, stilltalking.com. I mean, you know, you'll find out everything there. Check us out on the Facebook page. Uh, our entire 2023 appearance schedule, well, not the entire one, but to this point, is up already. Um, we want to thank Scott for hanging out with us tonight. We learned a lot of cool shit, you know, that his pectorals were airbrushed amongst uh he likes to whack off with elmer's glue i believe is what he said so <laughs> you can check them out in the show notes up above or down below but to all our veterans and first responders we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do stay safe we're out of here we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>